0: This is the Big Branding Small Business Podcast with brand strategist and designer, as well as your host, Jeremy Allen. He helps small businesses with a big branding approach. Welcome to this week's episode of Big Branding Small Business. And to keep up to date with all the episodes that are released, then hit that subscribe button. And if you've already hit that subscribe button, then thank you. One of the things I love about doing this podcast and doing brand strategy for small businesses is that I get to take very complex issues and hopefully break them down into the simplest form of understanding. That's what branding is all about in the first place is really taking the complex and making it relatable and understandable and easy to digest. Now, I've gone over things such as brand identity, what is brand identity, what is branding, what's the difference between brand strategy and brand design, and what is the difference between brand and branding, because a lot of times those terms get confused and some people think they're the same thing. So, if you haven't had a chance to listen to some of the past episodes, I go over those topics in depth, uh, probably more than once in more than one episode. This week's episode is honestly no different. I was in a discussion with some of my marketing team and being part of a bigger brand, my W-2 job, we're dealing with a multi-million dollar brand on a daily basis. And one of the things that the leadership looks at when they're dealing with brand refreshes or post-brand refreshes, is the brand equity. Has the brand equity increased? And so we got into discussion within the marketing team and we were kind of looking at some of the aspects that we would need to pay attention to to help look at the increased brand equity and where we are. Now, the most famous model that you may find out there if you go and Google it is Keller's CBBE model. And I know that sounds like a bunch of gobbledygook, and it kind of is, but Ultimately, the whole point of this is to help companies develop these brand strategies that they've invested so much time and money into to make sure that they appeal to their customers and their target audiences. It's really a metric or measuring tool to look how your brand is standing up in the eyes of your audience. And one of the components of this is what is referred to as brand resonance. Now, again, Branding is the art and act of creating visual and language and things of those natures, but a brand is your reputation. It is what people say about you when you're not in the room. It's basically the relationship a customer has with your brand. It's that emotional connection that a customer feels to a brand and the extent to which they identify with that brand. Brand resonance is really important because it can lead to what you ultimately want to achieve, and that's customer loyalty. And when you have that customer loyalty, and up goes the sales and the positive word of mouth that comes along with that loyalty. This comes from a scholarly article called The Impact of Brand Resonance on Consumer Responses to Brand Promotions. And it's a research article by Byron Sharp and Martin Evans. So I wanna make sure that I give them due credit to where I pulled some of my content from. And this was published in the Journal of Academy of Marketing Sciences, or JAMS, in 2003 now that I've won you over with that amazing title, we'll just dive right in. So the first level is brand engagement, and this is the most basic level of this pyramid. Everything in branding has to be a pyramid apparently, and this is no different. With that basic level, that just refers to the customer's actual behavior towards the brand. A customer who regularly purchases a product or service from a brand. A customer who subscribes to an email list. Someone who follows a brand on social media. Someone who leaves a positive review. uh, Basic engagement of all the products and services of your brand. And even a customer who goes so far as to recommend the brand to their friends and or their family. This level of resonance brand engagement is important. Because it's a sign that the customers are satisfied with the brand. And they're more than likely going to continue purchasing from this brand in the future. Now let's move on to the next level. And the next level is brand community. Now brand community is a level of brand resonance that refers to the customer's feelings about the brand. Such as whether they like or dislike the brand. An example of this attitude is a customer who has a positive attitude towards a brand because they believe the brand's products are of a high quality or nature. For example, a customer who always buys Nike shoes because they believe that the shoes are well-made and that they're durable, and their attitude towards Nike is mostly positive because of this. Now, this level of resonance is important because of, it can lead to that next step, that loyalty that we're trying to achieve. And it can lead to a little more increased sales. Customers who have that positive attitude towards that community are more likely to purchase products from that brand and to recommend to others. So again, with that community aspect, the way they feel, a customer who feels like that this brand is their friend, are their confidant, someone they can trust. And that's where that level of trust comes in. A customer who feels like a brand understands them and their needs. They feel like they're there for them, that they get them. Or a customer who feels like the brand shares their values and beliefs. That's why it's important to have strong foundational building blocks such as the mission, the vision, and the values within your company. Because this is where they can feel that sense of community and alignment. A customer who feels like the brand is making a positive impact on the world. Not just some type of social justice marketing to band-aid onto a brand, but actually live it out, walk it out, and know that this brand is about positive impact in the world. People like brands who are fun and exciting. There's got to be something going on that just excites them. Not just play and party all the time, but something that really gets them exciting. This resonance is a very key component for your brand, and it is essential. Let me repeat that. This is essential for any brand that wants to build strong relationships with their customers. And then the next level is where people really get attached and that's the brand attachment level now imagine a customer who grew up playing with lego and really has an emotional resonance with lego the brand it's because they have positive memories associated with that brand The customer may remember playing with the Legos as a child or playing with their siblings or playing with their parents. They may remember building elaborate Lego creations of their own. These positive memories can create that deep emotional connection between the customer and the brand. Another example of emotional resonance is a customer who loves the Apple products. I know I'm a huge Apple fan and I have been since 1993. And regardless of how I feel about the way they currently are and the certain designs and all the nuances that go into it, I will and remain to stay loyal to the Apple brand. Emotional resonance is a super powerful tool And a powerful force that can drive customers' loyalty even in spite of some things that may not be right with a brand. And create a brand advocacy. Brands that create this emotional resonance with their customers are more likely to succeed in the long term. They're built to weather the storms. A customer who feels happy and excited when they see their favorite brands advertising. I don't know if you feel this way, but I always love seeing the Apple commercials. Just the creativity and how that brand can stand the test of time. You can think of a customer who feels proud to own certain products. I mean, the Apple people are proud of their products and they show them off and they admire these brands. A customer who feels that sense of community, that sense of belonging with other people who also have the same affinity or love towards that brand. And really, this brand is just part of their lifestyle. It's who they are. harley Davidson's is another great example. Not to go on and on about Apple, but Harley-Davidson. I mean, people get tattoos on their body in permanent ink. If you don't know what a tattoo is but they get it permanently put on their body and it's a brand it's a logo it's an identity this emotional response is huge and it also is a very essential thing to help carry your brand into the future and to build those relationships with the customers now the top of the pyramid is brand loyalty now, this is the highest level of brand resonance, and it refers to the customer's feelings about the brand. It is part of who they are. A customer who identifies with a brand on this level are going to be the most loyal customers. And they're also going to be the most likely to promote the brand to others. If not by wearing it, if not by flaunting it, if not by carrying it around, they're going to talk about it consistently every time they get a chance. It's a customer who feels like this is their place. This is their people. Again, Harley-Davidson is a prime example of that. I know I talked about Nike earlier, but there are Nike people out there, Adidas, Adidas people out there who are like this. I see it with my cousin who is a fanatical tesla owner the tesla group are strong brand community of people these are the brand loyalists that won't buy another vehicle and patagonia is another great example that i've put out there in some of my past episodes now when this identity resonance uh, is prevalent it can lead to advocacy like i mentioned And this increased sales. I know that's the ultimate goal that they're trying to achieve. And when they have this with a brand, they are going to always and consistently purchase products from that brand. Sometimes to their own detriment. But they are going to stay loyal no matter what. And they will be your biggest raving fans and recommend your brand to others no matter what they face in the critical world of other brands trying to say that theirs is better so you can criticize their brand all you want but they will stay the course so that's really the overarching view of brand residents and how it can apply to your business and really all this to be said is what they look at when you're trying to sell your company, the brand equity. These are some of the key factors that go into looking at the equity of your brand. And that actually, in today's times, selling your business can increase the valuation of your business if you ever wanted to resell it. So I cannot stress enough how important it is. To look and consider these things for your small business because if you ever plan to sell it and even if you don't you want to have those loyal customers you want to have those raving fans out there and this is one of the many ways if not the key way that you can do it within your business so i hope you found this episode useful i hope i broke it down into uh, understandable terms and if you've got any more questions about this, then feel free to reach out to me on my website at nobsbranding.com and if you are just dipping your toe into branding for the first time and you're like where do I even start I've got a free workshop on my website feel free to go and download that you'll actually receive a podcast episode where I run the workshop with one of my clients and really kind of get a better understanding of how this facilitation goes and how I walk this client through the workshop. Thank you again for joining me on Big Branding Small Business and we will talk next week. Well, thank you for listening to Big Branding Small Business Podcast with brand strategist and designer, Jeremy Allen. He helps small business with big branding approach. And as you heard him say, his website is nobsbranding.com.